This is episode 67 of the Popcast. Welcome to the Popcast, a weekly podcast all about pop culture in three regular segments. We're your hosts, Maureen and Josh Goldman. Welcome back, everybody. Maureen, how are you? I'm great, honey. How are you? Well, this is a very special recording of the show because we are on our way back from a wedding. So we are podcasting in the car as we road trip back to Virginia from Pennsylvania. Maureen, how did you like the wedding? The wedding was great. Congratulations to our loyal listener and dear friend, Michelle. Yes, congratulations, Michelle. Thank you for your loyal support of the Popcast. And now we are back. This is something new we're trying, trying to do this in the car. It'll be interesting to see how this turns out. So if you hear car noises or road noises. Yeah, it's just really authentic. Have no fear, yes. This is like, uh, what was that podcast that that guy did, Startup? with uh, Gimlet where he podcasts about his life. I'm sure he podcasted in the car at one point, don't you think? Yeah, sure, I don't know. You think so? It's like the Blair Witch of podcasting. No, it's not. It's not like, what do you mean? What does that mean? Wasn't that like shaky cam and they were like running through the woods? What, is your mic shaky? It kind of. I mean, I'm holding it. We don't have our mic stands. We could just pull off. There's a bunch of woods right around us. We could just pull off and podcast in the woods. That sounds even worse. Well, that would be real shaky cam Blair Witch podcasting style. Yeah. Okay, so the snack bag this week. Again, like last week, I don't have a ton of stories, but there was something I wanted to talk about. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how Martin Scorsese was not very kind about Marvel movies. And someone came out and defended Scorsese's comments, and that person was the famous director, Francis Ford Coppola, and Maureen, since she is not driving, she's going to read his quote. And then I want to I, basically I was listening to another podcast that was talking about his comments and I had so much to say about it. And then I was like, I wish I had a platform where I could tell people what I think about this. And then I realized, wait, I have a podcast, too. So Maureen will read the quote and then we can talk a little bit about it. OK, also just want to let you guys know that true love is reading quotes for your husband when reading things in the car makes you nauseous. It's a short quote, but thank you. Maureen. I did I have to you. search for it. OK, okay. okay. so. Uh, Scorsese said, that's not cinema. And Coppola said, Martin was being kind when he said it wasn't cinema. He didn't say it was despicable, which is what I say. Okay, so there, there's so much about this. And I guess the thing that I want to say about it is the idea that, that this is not, that, that it's despicable, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, aren't people They're just allowed stodgy to, old guys. But aren't people allowed to have their own tastes? I mean, the other thing that I heard about all of this is that they're basically saying that they're not worthwhile pieces of art because they don't move people and they don't affect people the way that classic cinema does. But is that really true? Like, I was pretty sad at the end of, what was that one? Endgame? Avengers Endgame, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, there are lots of things that are worthwhile about these Marvel movies, regardless of whether you like them or not. And it, and Maureen, you and I are on like different different wavelengths about the, these movies. You well, enjoy I like them. a lot of them. You enjoy them, but you don't love them. Like you wouldn't go out of your way to see them if I wasn't seeing them. But I really like them. But both of us find value in them in, in different ways. Well, let's just take a look at- Virginia. Oh, welcome oh, to Virginia. Welcome to Virginia. We're, We're back. Here. Um, let's just take a little look-see at Scorsese's movies and Francis Ford Coppola's movies because some of them are so gory and awful, I can't even watch How them. How many times have you been incredibly moved by The Departed? Probably not many. Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. It's well done. 
But like, were you moved by it? Were, was it changing cinema? I, I don't know about that. And then the other thing about it, you know, saying that it's not cinema and then Scorsese's next movie, The Irishman, is coming out on Netflix. It's like, okay, well, haven't we talked a lot about how maybe Netflix isn't cinema? I, I don't know. The whole thing to me is just ridiculous. And I just feel like, you know, one time I, I was with someone, I was seeing a, a play and I remarked to someone I was seeing it with that I said that was bad. And the person corrected me and said, like, look, it's not bad. It's just not your taste. And that's okay if it's not your taste. But people are working really hard on these things. And people put a lot of effort into them. And unless someone is just doing a sloppy job, whether it's the acting or the visual effects, which is not the case with Marvel, then I don't think you can say the movies are bad or that they're despicable. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, obviously, Coppola and Scorsese are very well-respected directors. but to me, I just feel like the comments are unnecessary and they're really just showing. Their... Well, they're also not even commenting on like the directing. Right. They're, they're just or, commenting on know. the movies overall. Yeah. I get what they're saying about the fact that, you know, comic book movies are kind of the only movies that are in theaters these days. Like they're the only ones that make money. And I think they're a little mad about that because the movies that they're used to making are not big money makers at the box office. But that's just kind of the reality we live in. Anyway, I, I was just like, the fact that they're all doubling down on this just doesn't make much sense to me. But, you know, anyway, I like the movies and I will continue to like them. Thank you very much. Good one, honey. Maureen, are we ready to move on to the premiere topic this week? Yeah. Let's... We have something very, I didn't even let you finish. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Sorry, I got so excited about our premiere topic. I know, so it's a good one. Th- this week, we're not doing something that's exactly pop culture down the middle. But I was trying to think of something to do in advance of Halloween. Which Everyone is, will be thinking about this topic this week. Let's yes, just that put is that true. out there. That is Everyone. A, that's a good point. So what we're going to do this week is we have a bracket style competition where we are going to determine the very best Halloween candy you can get. Now, the way that we pulled our list, so we have 16 candies competing for the number one champion spot. The way we pulled the list here is I looked on a website for the top produced candies around Halloween. Well, first we made our own brainstorm list of like all of the candies that like we got trick-or-treating growing up or that, you know, we hand out. That's true. So yeah, that was the first place And then we cross-referenced that. Yes. And so I found a list of the top 25 candies by production. So like the number of pounds that people, you know, these companies are, are making of these different candies. And we have our list of six, the top 16. Only two of them didn't make the list, but they're so popular with trick-or-treaters that we thought we had to include them. So I guess let's just go through the bracket first, Maureen, and then we'll work our way through. We have things seeded from 1 to 16. I think we should just go through the matchups. Do we really need to, like, go through the whole list? It's more of a surprise if we just kind of, like... that's a good idea. Okay, so so we'll go through the matchups. We'll start with our 1 versus 16 matchup. I will be your announcer for this because Josh is driving. Yes, Maureen has the bracket in front of her. I went to... I went to like bracketcreator.com or something like that. So we have a bracket. So Maureen, what is our one versus 16 matchup? Josh is still trying to announce, even though <laughs> it's not his job. Even though I'll you say said... the seed numbers, honey. I okay, got you. Okay, okay. I got this. All right. What's the first matchup? Okay. First, we have number one seed, Skittles, which is everyone surprised that that was number one? The it, most it's the most candy? The most produced. Over three million pounds of Skittles are produced around Halloween. Crazy. Okay. Number one, Skittles versus number 16, Smarties. Ooh, Smarties. No one is surprised by that one. 
So Smarties came in at number 16 because they didn't even make this list of the top 25 yeah. candies. But we felt like we had to include them. I mean, Maureen, how many times have you gotten Smarties trick-or-treating? I'm just going to go ahead. Can we jump into who's winning this now? <laughs> you just okay. want to get right in there? Skittles come in with a strong lead because Smarties are straight up gross. That's uh, so funny you say that because I actually like Smarties. I know. And when you told me that earlier today, I was upset with you because I have gotten Smarties every time I've gone trick-or-treating my whole life and now with our child. And I just want to be like, who is buying these? They're gross. They're like chalky and weird. It's just really just plain sugar in a disc form. So you have to advance Skittles. I, I think we have to. Now, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge Skittles fan. I so. actually like Skittles, but... I- I don't know that I would assume they're number one. I would think they were more like middle of the, middle middle of the, of the pack. Yeah. Or yeah, like, yeah. yeah. People loved. People love to taste the rainbow. All right. So are we officially advancing Skittles? Skittles, yes. Skittles defeat Smarties in their round one matchup. He's doing it again. <laughs> sorry. <I'm laughs> that's sorry. okay. I like co, uh, I was going to say DJing, but that's not right. You're, you're co-announcing. co-announcing with yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to our number eight one. seed, Butterfinger versus number nine, Crunch bar slash crackle. So I combined crackle and crunch bar because they're you know the same. The, yeah, you know that packet though that you get of like the they have Hershey's chocolate, they have everybody's least favorite Mr. Good bar. Ugh, and I don't they, even eat those. Those end up going in a Ziploc baggie in the pantry, and then I throw them out once they're too then stale. They end up in the trash, yeah. And then there's crackle, which is I think probably the number one, and then there's dark chocolate. All right, so Maureen, what do you think about this matchup? Crunch bar, crackle versus butterfinger. This is a close race. This for is me. tough. I like both of these. I personally would say probably. Should we say it at the same time? Oh, you already said it. (laughs) Crunch. That's where I was going. I was going to say the same thing. But I think that's both of our preference. Like at Easter time, we get the crunch eggs, and those are like even more baller. So here's my here's my like analytical part of this. I like Butterfingers, but I think I like Butterfingers more in concept than I do in actual execution. They're very rich. They're rich, but they're also such a weird texture. So, like, sometimes you think you want a Butterfinger, and then you bite into it, and you're like, I can't eat that much of this. Well, I like the mini ones. The mini ones are good, but I, I, I don't know anyone who would recently. buy a full Butterfinger. I have bought them before, and I regret it. Huh. So, are we going to advance Crunch slash Crackle? Let's okay. do it. So, Crunch versus Crackle. Oh, sorry, you're announcing. Who are they going to face in the next one? They'll face Skittles, right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll come back to that matchup, and now we're going to go on to our next okay. one, Maureen. Number four seed Snickers versus number 13, Three Musketeers. Oh, this is not even close. Go this ahead, This is Josh. not even close. Snickers beats Three Musketeers by a mile. I don't even know why Three Musketeers is as high as it is. I don't like either of these. What? I like Milky Way. So when Milky Way gets to wherever it's fighting these two, it's going to crush them. Snickers, I don't know. I don't really need the peanuts. And Three Musketeers is missing the caramels. Like, what the hey? I just yeah, want a Milky Way. Three Musketeers Way. does seem like it's missing something. And I will say about Snickers, when I gave a Snickers to our son for the first time, his reaction was, why is there a peanut in the middle? Exactly. Exactly. I kind of felt From the, the same way. From the mouth of babes. <laughs> From the mouth of babes. Okay, so I think Snickers has to advance. It, okay. has, to, it has to be three Sure, Musketeers, Snickers right? goes on. Okay. okay, so this next one, Josh says it's going to be close. Which is I, what? Which I don't up? know. I'm going to tell you. Okay, just sorry, on the edge sorry. of your seat there. I'm so excited. I made no, the bracket. I can't used, remember. He's not used to not having the, li- like, the list the outline in front of him. Yeah. Okay, number five, candy corn versus number 12, Kit Kat. Ooh, this is hard because I is think- Is it? Well, I think controversial opinion. Both of us really like candy corn. I do, but I don't. I would pick Kit Kat over candy corn anytime it was offered. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think we have to pick 
Kit Kat. I mean, would it is you, a I mean, classic. Like, okay, picture yourself. It's like late afternoon, work slump. You're like, oh, here's some candy. And someone held out two hands, and in one hand was a candy corn, and in the other hand was Kit Kat. Which would you pick? Did they wash your hands first? The candy corn is in a sealed baggie. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would pick the Kit Kat. I, I think there's... I don't know that there's ever a time that I would not pick the Kit Kat. So I think the only reason that candy corn was so high on our rankings here, like in the seating, was because they were specifically talking about candy that was produced around Halloween. And obviously candy corn is, you know, huge. So, yeah, I think we have to advance Kit Kat, which means it's our first upset, right? Yeah. Was it? Oh, no, no. Crunch. Crunch, crunch beat. That, was, that a, was closer. That was a they small eight matchup. Versus yeah. nine. Okay, so we're going to advance... We're going to advance Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Okay, yeah. so in the next round, we'll have Snickers versus Kit Kat. Ooh, that'll be tough. Okay. Again, I don't think it will, but <laughs> that's just because you know I, I have a very decisive stomach, okay? That's You're not the only one to. deciding well, here. Okay. okay, all right. All right, next is number two, Reese's versus number 15, Nerds. Ugh, okay, this I don't think this is a competition at Reese's all. Reese's goes yeah, forward. Yeah, Reese's definitely goes forward. But I do like me some nerds at I Halloween do, time. I do as well. It's Especially nice when the grape ones. Boxes. Yeah, and you just get a little hit of fruit. But again, it's like, you know those little tiny boxes they come in. Would anybody ever want something more than that of nerds? I mean, I mean they're very overpowering. Would. Yeah, okay, children would want just You know what sugar. I don't love? Nerds ropes. That's not what we're talking about here. That. They're gross. I don't think I've ever had those. I need the free falling nerds. Okay, so we're moving on Reese's for Sorry, sure. Sorry, nerds. Okay. Next, number seven, milk chocolate slash Hershey's Kisses. And number 10, Milky Way. Yeah, this is no contest for me. Number 10, Milky Way. Yeah, That's definitely. all we wanted when we were talking about Snickers and Three Musketeers. So, <laughs> yeah, Milky Way on. definitely. You know, that was an upset. Yeah, a slight upset. It's hard to go wrong when a you're talking set? about. Yeah, a slubset? A slubset. A slight upset. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong when you're talking about Milky Way, especially when you're just going up against plain chocolate. So, all right, what's our next matchup? Next is number three, M&M's versus number 14, Milk Duds. Milk Duds maybe the worst candy in existence. So... I like Milk Don't Duds. Don't even say it. They just stick to your teeth. Well, Disgusting. you have to eat them in a very strategic way. First of all, there's always three in the little box that you get at Halloween. And that's Ridiculous. too many. You can only take two, really, at one time. And then you just, you know. Massage them around your mouth. Yeah. And then the outside comes off. And then they're just hunks of, like, hard caramel. And you just suck on them. They're boo, delicious. Boo, boo. You would can't you, chew them, though. Don't do that. Your teeth will come out. Would you honestly advance them over M&M's? No, I love M&M's. So this one is tricky for me. But I will say that I think that there are certain candies that you really only get during Halloween. And Milk Duds, for the for me, are one of those. My dad loves Milk Duds, so like he sometimes gets them at the movie theater. Hmm, but like I, I have a soft spot for Milk Duds. And I feel like at Halloween, one or two boxes of them in your trick-or-treat bag. Well, you know who else has a spot for Milk Duds? This is the trash can. So. Okay. Should we move Guys, on M&M's? No, we can't. We have what? to take a break in our brackets for some unscheduled commercial breaks. Let's take a commercial break to hear about how Josh once threw out one of my most favorite cookies. He literally threw it into the trash can, a full bag of Peppertron Milano cookies, because he quote unquote thinks Thought they're Thought no one liked them. He goes, uh, like my mom and I, it was after some kind of family party, and my mom and I had like combined two open bags of them. We had a full bag. I like packed them up. Later that night, we're eating leftovers. And I'm like, Josh, where are the Milanos? He was like, oh, I threw those out. I, I thought, thought no, no one, one liked, liked them. them. Are you crazy? Why would we have bought them for our party? I don't know. I thought someone else brought them. I don't know what I was thinking. Rude. I don't have any regrets. I'm sorry. You should. Okay. I'm sorry that I made you upset, but I have no regrets throwing the Milanos in the trash. 
Okay, we're back. The last of our first round matchups. Number six, Tootsie Pops. And number 11, Twix. I, I don't know. I, this is this is not hard for me, but is this hard for you? No, I would always pick Twix, but I was thinking about this one. Maybe I you're feel just like a chocolate if, person? If children were doing this, they're like, their choices may be different. Like we may see nerds and Tootsie Pops. Well, guess what, Maureen? Like moving forward, there's no children on this podcast, <laughs> so we get to decide. Okay. I think we got to move Twix on. I think Tootsie Pops are just a tease because what I really like are Blow Pops because you get gum in the middle. There's something about getting to the middle of a Tootsie Pop and thinking like, I really don't like Tootsie. We rolls. should have had Tootsie rolls on here. Tootsie those are also here. awful when you get too many of those <laughs> in your Halloween bag. Yeah. What What happened last year when we were trick or treating? The, there was a house that gave full-size candy There's bars. There's one really good house in our neighborhood that has, like, it's basically like a grocery store aisle, okay? It's just all the good candy bars, full-size. Full size. And what did Caleb pick? Caleb picked an orange Tootsie Pop. Because <laughs> orange is his favorite color. Oh, my gosh. I was so upset. I mean, like, what? It was his candy, but Josh I knew we were going to be Josh was so upset, some. you guys, that he was talking as this was happening. And he was like, no, I don't want that. And I was like, this is not your Halloween bag. This is you. This is for your child. Yes, I was upset about the Tootsie Pop, but you know what? He enjoyed it, so there you go. All right, sorry, Tootsie Pops, you're out. Twix, moving forward, major upset. Major upset there. Major Eleven. Upset? Major upset. Okay, so okay, we so move now back up to the top. Honey, I know how to do it. Okay, jeez. <laughs> We're moving on to round two. Skittles versus Crunch Bar slash Crackle. All right. Do you want to talk about this or do we just want to say on the count of three what we think we should move on? Okay, so before we get into this round. Yes. Uh, my Here's my strategy here, okay? I like a well-rounded bag. So, like, what I'm thinking is, like, well, I can't pick all chocolate things because then I won't have any fruit stuff. Yeah, but we're like only if, going to one candy. I know. So, I'm just going to say mine's going to end up being chocolate because I tend to be more of a chocolate than a fruit person. That's okay. But if I was having, like, a handful of candy or, like, I would always want a chocolate and a fruit. So, I just want to preface that. All right, okay. honey. Ready? Yeah, let's just say. One, two, three. Skittles. You didn't do it. I'm sorry. I forgot what Is the other one. Was. I forgot what the other one was, and I didn't want to say Is the wrong thing. I would you move on. You could have said anything. I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, How I have to move I on. Win? Was it was it Crunch? Yes. Okay. Yes, I want to move Crunch on. I got, I got nervous and I didn't say anything at all. I have to move Crunch on here. So I well, think you lose because you didn't say it. <laughs> I mean, look, if you feel super strongly about moving Skittles on, I'm okay with that. I kind of do because there's going to be no other fruity representation. Okay. I mean, you, you seem to be pretty pretty upset about this. I'm upset that you didn't say it when you were supposed to I'm say sorry. it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So should we move Skittles on? Yes. That's hard. It's hard for me because I don't love Skittles. Crunch bar is Easter to me. Crunch eggs. Okay. Even the crackles, those little crackles. Those which little are, crackles are great, but I would never pick those over like Twix and Kit Kat, and we've got those coming. Okay. All right. So we're going to move Skittles on to the final four. I mean, yeah, they were number yes. one for a reason. There has to be a fruity representation. All right. All right. So Skittles moves on. Number two. Okay. We've got Snickers versus Kit Kat. Okay, Josh. The way this works is I say one, two, three, and <laughs> okay, then you say it. either Snickers or Kit Kat. I got it. One, two, three. Kit, Kit Kat. Kat. Great. Yeah. We both hate Snickers. Now look, no, I don't, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't <laughs> don't misrepresent me. I like Snickers. I used to not be a Snickers fan, but I actually like them now. I don't but like I'm them. okay to move I'm okay to move Kit Kat on. That's a great candy. And you do know that the little layers inside the Kit Kat are just discarded pieces of Kit Kat. 
So it's like Kit Kat on Kit Kat on Kit Kat. The crunchy part inside the of the Kit Kat. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that just blew my mind. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, there's your fun candy fact. I thought for this it was episode. wafers. No, they're little. It, it's the discarded pieces of Kit Kat smushed down into a wafer shape. Huh. Pretty neat, huh? Very cool. All right, what's our next matchup? Reese's versus Milky Way. Oh, this one's real tough. Okay. I mean, these are these may be the two best candies on the whole thing. No. No? Okay, well, this is a pretty good matchup for our Elite Eight. I'm sad these guys are matching up so early, but uh, should we say it on three or should I just tell you what I'm thinking? No, we should say it on three and see if you can do it. Okay, <laughs> Reese's versus Milky Way. Okay. One, two, three. Milky Reese's. Way. I knew oh, you were going to say that. This is so tough. Well, it's hard for me because Milky Way is my favorite candy. Oh, I don't know if I would have guessed that. Well, now you know. We've been married, what, for five years now? Mm. And you You've didn't even know what my one. favorite? Not around you. I buy them sometimes. Maybe they're always eaten by the time I get home. That is, that's fair. Uh, this is hard because everybody loves Reese's, but to me they're good, but they're, they're better in small quantities. So like the little Reese's cups, those are good. But too much Reese's, it's like too much peanut butter for me. How strongly do you feel about this one? I mean, I can let you win this one. I, I just, if I'm thinking about like Halloween candy, again. You think I, of Reese's. Yeah, I do. But I also think of Milky Way. So Milky Way can go. I think we're going to get the most feedback from Reese's losing in the Elite Eight out of anything here. But I think I think we got to move on Milky Way. Okay. I, feel, I feel very strongly about that. All right. Next one is M&M's versus Twix. Ooh, this one's hard, too. This is another tough matchup. This is just making me want candy. <laughs> I, I initially was going to buy all of these and have us taste test them. That would have been great. Except for no one likes to listen to people eat stuff on a podcast. So hmm. it's like maybe if they were watching us, they'd be more interested. But anyway. All right, Maureen. I don't feel strongly about this, so I'm going to let you take this one. I think it has to be M&M's. Yeah. They're I, just a classic. Yeah. I, I think we're talking about regular M&M's here, right? Either regular or peanut. I have, uh, like, I think they both come in the same multi-pack for Halloween. Twix. Is the Twix the uh, two for me, none for you? That was yes. a pretty good slogan. Yeah. Not, this one's, it, Kit Kats was better. Give, give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay moving M&Ms on here. I mean, they are the higher seed. It's tough because the Twix has so many different elements, but M&Ms are so versatile. Yeah. One of the things Maureen turned me on to was putting your M&Ms into popcorn. And then the inside of the M&Ms, the chocolate part melts, you know, because the popcorn's hot and then you can eat it all together. You got your sweet and salty there. It's delicious. And actually what I realized now, they started putting that on the back of the, on the back of the M&M bag. So you can see it. All right. So that's that. M&Ms moving on. All right. Now, final four. We've got Skittles. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh, we got to the bottom. Okay. Okay. Skittles versus Kit Kat. Ooh. That's tough. Are you gonna are you gonna say we need to advance Skittles because it's a fruit? I don't know. Here, here's the final: Skittles versus Kit Kat, and then Milky Way versus M and M's. Yeah, Milky Way versus M and M's. All right. So let's take the first matchup first. What do we have? Skittles versus Kit Kat. On three. One, two, three. Kit Skittles. Kat. Ah, you moved it on again. Now, okay. Let's just. I like Skittles. But do you like Skittles more than Kit Kat? I want you to just be objective about this. I really should have had the candies here because I think I could change your mind 
if I had them in front of me. All right, we can do Kit Kat. No, I like I'm, Kit I'm, Kat. I'm just asking. I'm just asking you. What do you think? Like, do you actually? No, I would probably pick a Kit Kat. If if I could only have one candy, and right. you held out two hands, and you had Skittles and a Kit Kat, I would pick the Kit Kat. Okay, well then there you go. Okay, I would so, do the same. Kit so Kat Kit moves Kat on goes. to the finals. Wow, that's crazy. Twelve thing. seed. Twelve seed just coming upset out. Number one. Wow. Okay. All right. So now we've got Milky Way, number ten seed versus M and M's, number three seed. You feel strongly about M and M's, I know. I'd probably pick M and M's. Yeah. Ooh. That that would be crazy if we had M and M's versus Skittles because they're both round little candies, mm-hmm. but we don't. I mean, I'm I'm always going to feel pretty strongly about Milky Way, but. If you can convince me, tell me why I should pick M&M's. M&M's are just better. They're shareable, whereas oh, Milky true. Way are not. That's true. Like the little packets. M&M's you can eat with different things. Like you already mentioned popcorn. I just, so I don't know. So they're versatile. I just, yeah. They're and classic. they're shareable. Interesting. They're okay. also colored, which. Which <laughs> means nothing. No, but for like kids, it's fun. It's fun for kids. But is there a better candy bar than Milky Way? For me, no. But no, yeah, but, I think Milky Way is one of the best candy bars. Okay, let's move on M and M's. I think that's an okay, okay choice. Okay, so uh, three seed M and M's versus twelve seed. Twelve seed Kit Kat. I kind of think that, you know, your point about M and M's being shareable is a good one. Mm-hmm. But you know what else is shareable? Kit Kat. Not in the it. little Halloweeny ones. Not in the little ones, but you know, if we're talking about just the regular sized, shareable. There's four of them. That's pretty good. Actually, some of the small ones have two. So you have the really small ones. That's just one. Then you have this double size. That's two. And then the main full-size candy bar is four. I don't know. I think... I'm going to call this a tie. A tie? No. We have to... People came this far. Well, we got to give them one. I would... I, if someone held up their hands and one hand was M&M's and one hand was Kit Kat... I would choose Kit Kat. I'm sorry. I would just... I would choose Kit Kat. Every time? Because I, uh, I think time. I'd be about 50-50. I think the majority of the time I would choose Kit Kat. If it came down to those two. All right. Well, if you feel strongly about that, then Kit Kat is the winner. Kit Kat. Number 12. The number 12 seed Kit Kat upsets the rest of the bracket to be our number one favorite Halloween candy. How did we do here? What choices would you have made? Please let us know what your favorite candy is. We would love to hear and share some of your responses on next week's podcast. Warren, that was pretty fun. That was fun. I just want candy now. Okay. We're going to have to get a Kit Kat. We'll report back next week how our trick-or-treating turned out and what we actually got. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like the most candy we get. I bet it's a lot of Tootsie Pops. Get out of my face, Tootsie Pops. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how much our child eats on Halloween. Yeah, we're going to have to hold him back. Hold him back. All right, Maureen, do you have a teaser for this week? Um, I did. Shoot. What okay, I'll, I'll give you my teaser okay. and then you can think about yours. All right, so for my teaser this week, I am going to recommend... It's, it's not really anything specific, but I've just been re- listening to Coldplay recently at work, and I forgot how much I like them and how much I like a lot of their music. So if you've never listened to Coldplay, give it a listen. All of their albums have great songs on them. And if you are a Coldplay fan but haven't listened in a while, go ahead and get back into it. Go to YouTube, go to Spotify, and listen to some Coldplay. All right, Maureen, did you remember? Did I give you enough time? No, I was trying to think of like the TV shows that I was watching this week. I've been... Back into the Great British Baking Show, which is available on Netflix. I think I may have mentioned that one recently. I think you though. did. I think you did. Um, it's okay. If you oh, don't I have know what it was. Oh. It was Dancing with the Stars. Oh, did it you was catch Dancing up? with the Stars. You know, here's my thing. It's long, and there's a lot of hours of Dancing with the Stars. The part I really like are the parts where it's like the, the actual dancing, the people practicing, and you hearing about their their 
week learning the dance and their struggles and their hopes and then them doing the dance. All the other fluff I can take out. There is a lot so of fluff. So I don't actually catch up, but every once in a while I'll be like, I'm really in the mood for Dancing with the Stars, and I'll just watch the most recent one. Oh, okay. Like, I'll just jump ahead a couple weeks. Who's your favorite this year so far? Dawson. Dawson? What's James his real Vanderbeek. name? James Vanderbeek. How's um, he doing? He's great. He okay. really, really works hard, and he really, really Does wants Does he have a chance it. to win? I think so. But okay. it's about a lot about, like, voting so like some horrible dancers are on there and they're safe every week because they get a lot of votes so it's voting and the judges yes okay all right well check out dancing with the stars on abc or on demand wherever you get your tv shows all right that'll do it for this week thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you soon you can leave us feedback comments or questions on each episode by going to vernacularpodcast.com slash we would love to hear from you. You can also reach us by emailing thepoppedcast at vernacularpodcast.com. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice so you don't miss an episode. We'll be back next week, as always, sitting cross-legged on our bedroom floor with a brand new episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. You have to be looking at I the road. Am, I will look at the road, I promise.